Canada's conservative government, which has been pressing the Obama administration to approve the Keystone XL pipeline, has come under sharp criticism for allegedly muzzling Canadian government scientists who talk about the pipeline, climate change, and other controversial topics. The Environmental Law Center at the University of Victoria released a report called Muzzling Civil Servants, a Threat to Democracy, that documents the ways in which Prime Minister Stephen Harper's administration has prevented public scientists from speaking freely about their research. The Law Center and Democracy Watch, a leading Canadian public accountability group, have requested an official inquiry into whether these practices violate Canada's open government laws. Tyler Summers is the coordinator for Democracy Watch, and he joins us now. Welcome to Living on Earth. Hi. So what was the process for talking to government scientists before Prime Minister Harper took office, and what's it like now? Well, it was a much more relaxed situation. Journalists and sometimes even the general public were able to call and speak to scientists about their scientific research without much oversight of these conversations. But what we've moved toward now is a situation where when journalists call to speak to scientists, the scientists need to speak to their supervisors, speak to communications officers, or even to the minister's office to get approval to speak to these journalists about their scientific research. And sometimes this can be so specific as to require them to get approval of the very lines that they're going to send to the journalist in response to whatever questions they have. Now, what are the topics that you found are being most muzzled? The topics where there seems to be more protection are the politically sensitive ones. So things like climate change, uh, like salmon fisheries, resource extraction. But these are communications policies that apply to all federal government scientists that we were able to find in those departments. So there was a joint NASA and uh, National Research Council study into snowfall patterns. So the journalist called NASA and was able to speak to a scientist and completely get through the entire process of reaching them, having a talk, and hanging up within 15 minutes. They called our end to speak to the Canadian side of things to find out what was going on, to find out what Canada's involvement was, what the purpose was, and, and what they found. It wasn't a really a politically sensitive topic, but because of the lengthy delay, they didn't get back to the journalist until a day after the deadline. He decided that he'd file an access to information request and see what was going on, and they found 11 public servants with over 50 emails discussing various points about his request. And one point that's particularly troubling is the fact that they were discussing tone, because what that implies was that if the tone is positive, so if he was going to write something good about the government or good about the department, they would be more likely to let him speak to the scientist, whereas if the tone is negative, they would have been less likely. And that's particularly troubling because it, it at least implies that the government is trying to shape the information that federal government scientists release. So there are a number of cases that are cited in the Environmental Law Center's study. Could you talk about uh, another one that's particularly egregious? Sure. Uh, another example of the muzzling that we uncovered, scientists who were attending the International Polar Year 2012 conference in Montreal, so this is a conference that brings together scientists from all over the world, they were told when approached by a journalist that they should ask them for their business card and tell them that you would get back to them with a time for an interview. And then what they were to do was to speak to their media relations uh, people in the department who would schedule and attend any interviews that these scientists went to. They also had media relations people follow these scientists at the conference in order to monitor what they were saying to journalists and record any conversations that they had. So insofar as you can tell, what do you think the government's motive is in doing this? The government's motive, as far as we can tell, is 
that they want to limit as much as possible any negative press. This is a government that ran on open government. It ran on cleaning up and making our country more democratic. And now we find that they're limiting the information that Canadians have paid for. So the reason we believe that they're doing this is they're just trying to ensure that nothing that scientists release is counter to the government message. Now, your organization, Democracy Watch, and the authors from the Environmental Law Center have written to Canada's Information Commissioner, I believe her name is Suzanne Lego, asking her to investigate these policies. What do you expect will come out of it? What we're hoping uh, will come out of it is that she'll launch a full investigation and she'll see whether this is a systemic issue or whether it's isolated to mostly the cases that we found. But one thing that the Information Commissioner has said was, in contrast to some of the government lines, that they're the most open in Canadian history, that they're far from that, and that um, providing information to the public isn't increasing, it's actually declining. And the amount of time that it's taking for the public to get information is also increasing. And that's one thing that we must consider and we must keep our eye on, is the fact that delay is a very useful tactic. If politicians are able to put off a story coming out or information coming out until after the media has moved on and they found something else to focus on, uh, they may be able to avoid accountability and avoid responsibility, by and large, for whatever actions that they've uh, taken. I understand that some scientists have actually been holding demonstrations at Ottawa in front of Parliament on this issue? Yes, there have been a number of scientists that have come together in, in different ways. There was a Death of Science um, rally recently in Ottawa on, on Parliament Hill, but the response from the science community has, has been the same. They've said that uh, the government and, and Canadians have somehow come to accept that an iron curtain around scientific research uh, is happening. Tyler Summers is coordinator for Democracy Watch. Thank you so much for taking this time. Thanks for having me. We asked the Canadian government for comment. A statement from the Honorable Gary Goodyear, Minister of State for Science and Technology, is posted in full on our website, LOE.org. It reads in part, the number of peer-reviewed articles, research reports, and data sets that are made available by federal scientists each year stand as clear evidence of our government's commitment to the scientific enterprise. 